0: And for the person who embraces the brutality and can see the benefits that are are on the other side, the level of perseverance that is cultivated that translates into other parts of life is mind-boggling. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock. Taking conversation all the way to eleven.
1: Most shows only go to ten.
0: Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to eleven.
1: To eleven. This is thoughts that rock Now, here are your hosts, Jim
0: Knight and Brandt Mensoir.
2: Oh yeah! What's happening? Welcome, everybody. Welcome You're back. Yeah, back. back again it is so exciting to have you with us it is thoughts at rock it's the podcast that is about sharing three pieces of advice and it could be around anything really this one's going to be a pretty interesting topic but you know we're trying to pick topics uh, around challenges or issues that people might be dealing with this one I'm not so sure it's an issue, but it certainly is fascinating to include in your life, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about how to use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in
1: life. What? And um, <laughs> which I, both of us find hysterical because, as you can tell, we are, we are not practitioners of anything healthy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's right. jiu-jitsu. I did just find out that Five Guys has a grilled cheese burger. Did you know that? No. I had no idea. Grilled cheese uh, pieces of toast that in a burger in the middle.
2: Like That's you, the opposite of really talking how about use how we Brazilian can help Jiu-Jitsu. people. Yeah. but uh, use a grilled cheese cheeseburger. But I do know that's what we're doing for lunch now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so who, who did we find for this? Why th- This sounds like a reverse bucket list. Like I don't know that I needed yeah. it, but now I feel like I have to go take a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class.
1: So... This is a crazy story. One of our best friends, uh, Jim Trick, is uh, hugely successful life coach uh, up in Marblehead, Massachusetts. Um, speaker, author, uh, wrote uh, co-wrote a book with with Jim uh, right here, uh, "Rock and Roll with It." Yeah, you right did there. Yes, I did, and. Um, So Jim used to be morbidly obese, like 400 plus, I think 430 pounds at his heaviest Mm -hmm. and, um, made some life changes to get his life back in order, lost over 200 pounds twice, believe it or not. But Mm -hmm. the second time, the one that stuck, uh, uh, he attributes to a couple of things, but one of them being that he started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um and as you can imagine as a as a, a large human being uh, thinking of rolling around and and on the mat and doing these things it's tough it's really yeah. tough when you're that big um but he stuck with it and here we are now he runs something called my white belt um on Instagram that has become incredibly popular in a very short period of time mm-hmm. uh which sort of has moved into a podcast now and he has this Incredible platform based around my white belt, which talks about the struggles of being a white belt in in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and how to stick with it and how to do all these things um, to to stay healthy, right? How does he kept all this weight off for that long? And so we talked about how he uses the principles that he learned in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu just in his everyday life, and uh, what he had to say was just honestly uh, fascinating. Yeah, and um, you we had were- three great points that yeah. we loved. We're just honestly we are incredibly proud of him for for sticking to this staying healthy. Um, but but more importantly, for willing to share uh, with all of us what he has learned, uh, he's one of the most inspirational people we know and interesting people <laughs> we know. Yeah, uh, singer <laughs> songwriter, you name it, he he does a little bit of everything and uh, does it all uh, just fantastically well. Um, we uh, days want to be him and days want to
2: um, punch, punch him in the punch face. him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> so it just depends. That's how everybody feels about Jim Trank. We love him. But yeah. It was such a great conversation. I, honestly, you guys are gonna love it. Yeah. Check, check this out. Normally
1: when Jim Trick and I are staring at each other, we greet each other with inappropriate language <laughs> and body
0: movement. Um but there are we're... not enough beeps and sense <laughs> there are not enough kaboings or beeps to deal with what would normally happen in this actual in this <laughs> actual moment.
1: Decades worth of of love shared between us. Um, Shenanigans. Today, we are talking to him, uh, first of all, let's just say this, the fact that we're talking to you about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I wish I were flexible enough to kick myself in my own ass, because I didn't. And I, I am now. I, 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 <laughs> yes, that's the yes. irony. Out of the three of us. That's I, was,
0: I actually can kick myself in my own ass, and it's not because my ass is the size of Baton Rouge, Louisiana anymore, it's because I'm actually flexible. <laughs> Yes, my ass was once the size of Baton Rouge. They did a scale model. It was some kid asked to do it for a book report. He got an F. Keep going. Where were we? I was going to say more
1: Mobile Alabama, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) It was... uh, uh, we're going to ask you about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I, I have to tell you that I have one problem with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Always. What is it? Yeah. And, that, and that's that it. It's a way b- it's spelled. Its abbreviation is BJJ, and I can't get over
0: it. I'm sorry. You'll be. You'll be fine. We bas- for people who don't know what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, it's basically like karate, but we're hairless from the waist down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we just confused
1: a generation of people yeah. looking to learn what that is. So, listen, we're just we're just going to jump right in, right? Because yeah. we've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Um, today's today's topic is all about how to use Brazilian
2: Jiu Jitsu in life. Be- before we go anywhere, yeah. It's so funny that we're talking to Jim Trick about this, yeah. Because the guy's multi-talented. Yeah. You guys have known each other. You've got such great, awesome musical backgrounds in addition to other things. Yeah. This is the topic we decided for Jim.
1: Well, listen, yeah. he's got an incredibly uh, successful life coaching practice. Yep. He is, uh, you know, an incredibly well-known singer-songwriter, yep. accomplished folk artist. You know, like the, the dude is. His resume is ridiculous. Please um, no, please keep going. But,
0: Finish your thought. but this,
2: but this is the only thing he's been <laughs> successful at. <with> his listen. <laughs> <history. laughs> True stories.
0: This is ridiculous. (laughs) That's actually, that's (laughs) actually, it's actually really funny because like, so yeah, I've done, I've done, you know, listen, we both tried, we've done the music thing and we reached a level of success with music that, and I say we meaning like the three of us have all Mm -hmm. done music at a, at a, at a level that most people would look at and go, man, I wish that I had toured and gone around the world and had done these Mm -hmm. things and had played these places. Yeah. We did that stuff. And then, but it never like got huge. And then, you know, the life coaching, speaking thing, done some, gotten to go to some pretty cool places, and Mm -hmm. have gotten to have like a pretty big impact on people's lives. But for me, the thing that ignited, and it ignited this year, kind of out of the blue, is that for me, the impact of practicing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu on my life. Has led to impacting people all over the world. It's amazing, and I'm as surprised as anybody else is. So, yeah. uh, do do you do you think that most people even know what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is? Yeah. Is it worth? I think, think it's karate, but about? hairless from the waist down. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I,
1: what I would say uh, for some is that they would. I, I think a lot of people know that it's. Uh, like maybe in the Olympics, um, uh, or they'll know, although, or, or that's what, but I'm saying this is what they think, or, or oh, that is, it. or it's UFC, right? So they know sort of maybe right. they've heard of one of the Gracie family, um, right. but they probably have no idea. The answer is
2: no, Brand. No.
1: So,
0: Jim, the answer is okay. no. No one knows what
2: BJJ is
0: (laughs) Okay, so BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu which is also known as Gracie Jiu-Jitsu which is also now modern days is pretty much just known as Jiu-Jitsu is a martial art that is focused on grappling and ground fighting and unlike karate, taekwondo, capoeira, aikido and a host of other martial arts that we would classify as theoretical martial arts meaning that there's no, there's no meaningful contact that happens during training. Hmm. You're punching and kicking pads, the air, a bag, or you might be kind of kicking for points, somebody who's wearing an armor of foam rubber. Jiu-jitsu is unique in that it is trained, it's trained full contact. And everything that happens, if you have ever watched a UFC match, Everything that happens on the ground is jujitsu or like Sambo, which is basically jujitsu in Russia. And so the the distinguishing characteristic of jujitsu is that it is it is trained full it is trained full contact all the time, mm-hmm. which is one of the things. So in terms of like Street lethal martial arts that are actually going to protect you in an actual altercation. We would say boxing, which most people are familiar with boxing, mm-hmm. Muay Thai, which is Thai boxing, which is basically kickboxing in Thailand, which is brutal and deadly. And then the, um, the art and practice of fighting while you are on the ground, which is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Is that helpful at all? Yeah. Totally. It is. And so this explains a lot
2: because when we were at Dave and Jesse's wedding, I do remember a time (laughs) afterwards at the reception, we could not find Jim Trick. And he was in a side building grappling with some guy rolling around in whatever clothes he had on, drenched in sweat. And I just thought, I thought you were going through a phase, brother, to be honest with you. I did not know that this was going to become... A, a lifestyle for you. So The level of human Congrats.
0: connection that happens between two people doing jujitsu is only rivaled by what happens on a wedding night between yes. two this young lovers. This is true all i remember hearing is somebody whispered he's gonna ruin his nice suit yes (laughs) he's gonna ruin his nice suit that
2: was probably my girlfriend at the time i'm sure
0: incredibly true
2: so i'm sure uh you know part of the reason that we're here and you're so gracious for being a guest is that there's actually some practicality for people that are listening who let's say number one thank you for the definition they may not have even known what jujitsu is but there are some life applications to it. And so we're going to open the floor up to you, brother. What's, uh, what is your first thought that rocks on how to use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in life?
0: Yeah, I think, first of all, I love the question. I think it's a great question. And while it's really easy to make jokes about you know, I mean, it's funny. And there's, a, there's definitely, and, and even in the jujitsu community, there's so many memes that go around that are, are really funny. Mm-hmm. And most people, anybody that has trained jujitsu, let's say anybody who's sort of gotten past the six-month period of training a couple times a week. And they've really, in order to get six months in and not quit, it requires this attribute that is my first point, and it's about cultivating perseverance. Mm. The level of, um, I mean, there's a high level of attrition with jiu-jitsu. A lot of people will come. They'll do two classes. They'll say, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. I can't believe how great this is. And then you never see them again <laughs> because it's it's um, it's brutal. And for the person who embraces the brutality and can see the benefits that on are that are on the other side the level of perseverance that is cultivated that translates into other parts of life is mind-boggling and you know in my in my own life i would say you know my backstory and you might have mentioned it in the in the bio is is that i was once 430 pounds at my Mm -hmm. all-time heaviest and so any kind of exercise or athletic activity for me nothing ever stuck i I worked out with a trainer for a while i've had gym memberships i've done this that and the other thing but jujitsu has like has has sparked a part of my soul that I never, not to be melodramatic, but Mm -hmm. that I never even really knew existed. I mean, you guys know me well enough to know that for me to classify myself as an athlete... (laughs) <laughs> is you know ask me five years ago if i'm ever going to use that word right? right especially in the presence of you two weirdos right but so the the first point is perseverance and as you know i can talk and talk and talk and talk so i'm going to take a breath and see if you have any follow-ups from that no, I, I, listen i, I think
1: i think it's um you're living the example of perseverance right and so for me uh the fact that you have stuck with this knowing, knowing you as well as I know you and knowing that sort of what you've been through um, says everything about how much it actually means to you. Right. And so I think the level of perseverance uh, is sort of incongruent with how much you love or have passion for the thing that you are doing. Right. And what's interesting to me is that's, it's not ever really wavered for you. Like maybe some other things have, you know, we, we go on a run and, uh, we play a bunch of gigs, uh, and, and all of a sudden we get really excited again. We get jazzed up and we're like, ah, we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go play two months, three months worth of touring. And then it's like, okay, yeah, maybe life happens. Something happens and we sort of push it out. This is something that you've been really consistent with. And, and I think that, um, Perseverance and consistency aren't always things that go together.
0: No, that's for sure. And it's also interesting to note that if I have a couple of bad, you know, when I was playing a lot, when I was when I was doing a lot of gigs, if I had a couple bad gigs, I would be like shut down. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't want to pick up my guitar. I wouldn't want to write. I'd be just like, yeah, I would be on an extended hiatus. Whereas if I have a bad class, yeah. If I have a bad role, that's our what we call sparring or fighting is rolling. If I have a bad role or a bad class, I am like the next morning I'm there earlier, yeah. right? And I'm, and I'm pushing and pushing. Or or you and, go
1: back for two days, right? I mean, I've known you to go twice in a day.
0: So yeah, it's well, like- Today, <laughs> y- yes, yeah. yesterday, I trained in the morning. I taught last night. I trained this morning and I will teach beginner adults tonight. Wow. Yeah. I love it, you know? Yeah. And it's like and it's and um yeah, so it, it's really to 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 your point, this does feel wildly different than other things that I've done. And I still love those other things and sure. I still, mm-hmm. you know, write songs and play shows and do and do all those other things. But this is um it's really interesting. I, I think part of it has to do with unlike right like so you can you could be the greatest guitar player singer songwriter in the world and maybe never get anywhere right in music right mm-hmm. whereas with jiu jitsu if you work at it anybody that that signs up to train jiu jitsu and devotes themselves to it no matter how slowly it happens you will build a game. Your perseverance yeah. will pay off in your progress yeah. and you will, your mind will be blown with what you're able to do. I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling like, you know, cops, yeah. police officers that are white belts. Yeah. Right. And they're fit <clears throat> or mm-hmm. a CrossFit guys come in yeah. to do jujitsu and they gas out, and, and they get triangled. And I yeah. hope none of them are listening, because you know, <laughs> they're going to try twice as hard to kick my butt. But yeah. So. yeah. For those of us that are uh,
1: not into geometry. <laughs> What the hell does any of what you just said actually mean? What does triangle mean? I was like, "What do you?" Oh, a triangle uh, choke. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, like, what is happening? You can Google jujitsu hey, triangle choke, but basically, it's it's. I would pentagon have,
1: gym last night.
0: <laughs> I would have my I would have my both of my legs wrapped around your neck and one of your arms in your shoulder, and it's it's a choke. It's a, a choke. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's basically choking somebody with your legs. Hmm. Okay. All right. There you go. That's <laughs> a slang for triangle. We will not
2: be trying that later
0: today. That's right. That's, Come on. I want video want of you me, guys right? doing <laughs> a triangle.
2: All right,
1: now we may do it. I pulled a muscle triangling gym last night. Thinking, I think I pulled um, a
0: muscle thinking about a triangle.
2: You know, unless I guess if you were born Um, a savant, like you had just absolute natural God-given talent that you could do something that people thought, geez, it takes me decades to learn. Most people know that they've got to repeat something over and over and over. And we talk about this all the time in anything that we've done from a performance standpoint, for sure, but anything skill building, which by the way, is the reason I'm so, you know, I'm so frustrated with myself that the two things a lot of people will say, I wish I would have learned how to play a musical instrument because I could fake my way through it in college. But to become proficient like you and, and Jim are on guitar, it, all it takes is for you to get out there and practice versus, like you said, the, the kids that will take jiu or even karate. I took karate four or five classes, and then I bailed. I would love to have spoken a foreign language. That requires practice. And so... I think you're making a great point that if you can cultivate that perseverance, and I'm assuming, I'm going to throw this back over to you, that you take anything in life that requires that skill building and you know for a fact you're living this lifestyle that if, in fact, you do it over and over, you're going to get better at it. What can somebody who's listening right now sort of glean from that if they go, yeah, I'm not going to learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but knowing the art of it or knowing somebody who's gotten great at it, how can I apply that to my life?
0: Well, I think, there's, I think that maybe one of the biggest lessons that a person can take from the perseverance piece of this is the practice of being patient with yourself. Now, Brant, I know this is a hard one for you. Yeah, this it is. is a hard one for me, Jim Knight. I'm okay. My, my, I'm good. My, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but it's this idea of like so many of us have an inner voice where we talk to ourselves in a way that we would never use to talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in the cultivation of perseverance, there's a reprogramming of self talk that is required. It's required because take a, take a triangle choke, for example, right? Like, so that actually is, it's simultaneously basic and advanced. The thing that we say in jiu-jitsu is that advanced jujitsu is basic jujitsu done over and over and over and over mm. again. Mm. And so it's in that space where you say to yourself, I have tried to land this choke a hundred times in the last month, right? And on the hundred and first attempt, yeah, I got it. I yeah. made the adjustments, and so the 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 path to perseverance is not cracking a whip on yourself mm-hmm. and calling yourself stupid, right? Mm. Yeah. The the path to perseverance is about cultivating also, it, it, as you cultivate perseverance, you are cultivating a sense of a sense of self that says, again. Yeah. Again, we're just gonna do this again. Yeah. And we even say it, we say it to brand new white belts. We'll say to them, listen, you only have to do this ten thousand times before it makes sense. <laughs> right. We even go so far as to tell new white belts for your first six months of training, don't even worry about remembering anything. Yeah. Literally just show up. We're yeah. not gonna when if you ask me how to do like a five-point armbar is one of the first things that we teach and drill. If you ask me 500 times to explain the armbar to you, I'm not going to get frustrated because I get it. It's confusing. Right. So,
1: yeah. Right. So we start with perseverance.
0: What um,
1: What is this second thought that rocks with regards to using Brazilian
0: jiu-jitsu in life? So this is where it's going to get a little, a little weird maybe for some of your listeners. So Brazilian jiu-jitsu is... Uh, first and foremost and first and foremost it is a it is a martial art that is defined for that is designed for defense mm-hmm. built with the idea that a smaller person would be able to de- to defeat a larger stronger opponent using leverage and technique and and it's also a sport Right, so it's all there's a sport aspect to it, but it was primarily developed by the Gracie family as as a tool that would actually work in a self-defense situation. And so, and like I said, it's, it's what the UFC was actually founded on by the Gracie family, Brazilian mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. When they came to America in the late 70s and early 80s, they, they opened these schools in California where they would have, they would say to, they got this reputation and they would say to any other style of martial art, whatever you want, come down to our school, fight our students, And there are all of these videos of Mm. karate experts and kung fu experts and judo experts coming to Gracie schools. And they have like these old wobbly VCR, you know, VHS recordings of them saying, like, literally pick anybody. And they would fight and just one by one over and over and over again. No one could deal with what the Gracie's were putting out in terms of what jujitsu was capable of doing. So I, so I tell you all of that to set up this next piece, which is the self-defense aspect. And if you've ever been curious about actual self-defense that actually works, situational awareness, situational awareness is at the heart of personal protection. And I don't care if you are somebody who has a black belt in Taekwondo or even a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, at the heart of self-defense are are what I call the the three S's. And this is not an original thought, I didn't make this up, but we say, don't go to stupid places with stupid people to do stupid things. Mm -hmm. And the only way to avoid going to stupid places with stupid people to do stupid things is to have a heightened sense of situational awareness when you a, a devotion to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu makes you aware of your surroundings because for hours and hours a week you are thinking about how humans respond to adversity yeah. and And the beautiful thing about situational awareness is, listen, it's not just a self-defense thing, but imagine like you were talking about, I think last week you did an episode on networking and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Situational awareness, as applied to how you show up in a room for like a a networking meeting, Mm -hmm. you're in a room and you're a realtor in a sea of realtors. Mm -hmm. And part of your work is to decide how you're going to show up in that room and to be aware of how others are showing up. Yeah. So it's not only for personal protection, but the, the concept of situational awareness also works when you're thinking about professional advancement. In fact, I, yeah. I think it might be, I think it might be at the, at the heart of everything that's good about moving a professional in the direction that they want to go.
1: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. We had, you know, recently, uh, a guest on we're talking about connection and, and networking events, and one of the things that she one of her three thoughts were was, "Be curious." And I think that being curious actually works really well with situational awareness. If you're not curious, you're never going to be aware of what's happening. if you're just oblivious to everything in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny, you know, I, I look at it in one way where, you know now I, I'll never sit in a restaurant with my back to the door. Mm. I just never do I you know and that's that's uh, whether that's something I picked up from a Bond movie or whatever you know I mean (laughs) you know I think we actually Jim actually I think you and I interviewed that CIA guy, that that maybe that's where that's that right. Came Paul from. Redmond, yeah, that's right. yes,
0: and so it, former head of counterintelligence for the yeah. CIA during the Cold <laughs> yes. War. Now yes. he sits wearing like dirty like Dickies work pants at our local <laughs> diner and tells spy stories. He's the best. But that guy, that guy isn't sitting in the front of a restaurant.
1: No, he's he he's has the, the awareness. That's right of everything going on in front of him. And that to me, it really stuck out to me that no matter where I go and eat at a restaurant now, I'm always facing the entry door so I can see when people come and go. And it's, it's, it's just, I actually am at the point where I'm uncomfortable Mm -hmm. if I'm, if my back is to the door now because I feel like uh, I don't feel safe for for, for, forward as stupid as that sounds. It could be in a, you know, some fancy restaurant somewhere. I still don't feel safe with my back to the door,
0: but it's, it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing
1: that the situational awareness part of, uh, of the focus, because what I have noticed in sort of, you know, so, you know, I followed uh, sort of your meteoric rise on the, on Instagram uh, with, with your page and sort of, Watching and reading what you post, and and the one thing that I've noticed, especially with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, is if if you lose focus for half a second, it it can be over. It's it, yeah. so quickly it could be right. over, um, and really get yourself in a dangerous spot. Um, how do you balance that situation, the situational awareness, um, with you know not not going so focused that you that you lose track of of everything around you.
0: Well, it's a killer question and I'll and I'll go back to the Paul Redmond interview that we did. And so, just to put a finer point on it, we got access to a guy named Paul Redmond who was the head of counterintelligence for CIA during the Cold War. And he one of the things he talked about Uh, With us is intuition, right? And he says, you know, people talk about having intuition and you know You see these these spy movies like Jason Bourne is able to like, you know Block a knife coming at him and he's like that stuff's all all cool and whatever He said but intuition is really just the result of training Mm -hmm. and he would say that his spies were so good at what they did because their training was so extensive and and so with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that that idea of I have done this a thousand times As silly as it sounds, it really is that scene in Karate Kid where Daniel-san has waxed and he has sanded and he has painted. (laughs) And then Miyagi starts throwing punches at him. And at that point, he is just he is so well trained that it's all just reaction. And so and listen, just for the sake of clarity, I'm not great at jujitsu. I love jujitsu. I love it so much. And I train really hard and I give it my all. And me up against a drunk idiot at a bar, I'm going to be fine. You know, um, me up against a typical untrained person. I feel very confident that I can hold my own in an altercation, but I don't want to pretend like I have those cat like reflexes, but I think that if you really have done your work and paid your dues, that it does not feel the practice of situational awareness stops feeling oppressive because you have put in the hours and now your intuition, like Paul Redmond would say, is just a function of your, of your training. It's a function of the fact that, you know, I know, I know that if I'm going to get in a fight with somebody, I'm not going to stand toe-to-toe throwing punches, I'm going to immediately get to their back, Mm -hmm. and I'm basically gonna be bear-hugging them, bringing them to the ground, and controlling their hips, Mm -hmm. which most people aren't thinking that that's what's gonna happen, you know? Uh, I I want to get low, I want to get behind, I want to watch elbows, I want to control the hips, and I want to bring the person to the ground, Jiu-jitsu literally translates the gentle art, because for as brutal as jiu-jitsu is, it really is about bringing an opponent to the ground, and then you have a choice. If it's like some drunk, and you can ask any of our black belts, any of our brown belts, they'll say, I'll ask the question, what would you do if somebody like walked up to you in a bar and they pushed you in the chest? and they the answer is always oh nothing i'm not gonna do anything some drunk guy pushes me in the chest i'm just gonna say i know you're having a i know you're having a bad night you know it's cool we're cool let me buy you let me buy you a beer you know um and then if it gets more aggressive and again it just depends on the situation if somebody's really out to hurt you or somebody's out to hurt your family or something then it becomes a different matter but jujitsu gives you such a spectrum of the damage that you that you can do yeah uh and even even if you choke somebody out they're gonna wake up a couple seconds later it's (laughs) just so that you can you know that's what i always say yes (laughs) get them in the trunk fast (laughs) (laughs) yes and don't you know only use one layer of duct tape on the trash bag because then the, the judge will think that you weren't that dangerous
2: We wasted all that money on chlorophyll. Get that boot closed. Wow,
0: the thoughts that rock just the thoughts that rock extremely dark edition.
2: We're waiting for our Netflix special. You (laughs) know what I'm thinking about while Jim's talking? He's going to be awesome to be invited into the inner circle when the war breaks out. Like we need him (laughs) around (laughs) to help protect. I, I think you know it's funny because situational awareness, we're talking about the practicality, especially for a lot of our listeners. Like even I know we're talking a little bit about life and death and there are some things to protect yourself. But you made another great point about how this can help you in business. And I think we've shared this before on other episodes about this. This idea of situational awareness really helps out people that are in an industry where Yeah, protection, like a policeman being very aware is helpful. But even in my world, when I was a school teacher, it was very important to see what was going on and what was happening at any given moment. Whether I needed to address something, whether I needed to spend on a dime, actually, that three of us, this is probably what we do as speakers. When you're so, when your awareness is so heightened on, temperature who's talking in the room what's your next bullet point what's your next slide are you over on time do i need to address something is somebody about to throw a question and i'm prepared or not prepared like all of that stuff makes us a lot better i'm assuming though with with this mentality i know you've got a third thought here but really quickly for people that are listening again that are not going to take up brazilian jiu-jitsu but they can listen to you and go I can use that in my my personal professional life. What's a what, what's a one real practical tactical element? And then give us your third thought
0: here. Yeah, I think the 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 practical the practical tactical piece that underlines everything is personal responsibility, which mm. we and without like preaching too much of a sermon, we kind of live in a culture where. You know, a lot of people would love to be able to outsource personal responsibility and not be held accountable for their words and actions. It's why internet trolls exist, for example. Mm-hmm. But um, we, one of I think uh, I think Brant earlier, you used the term, you know, in places where you feel safe or so mm-hmm. things that you can do to feel safe. And so I would I would just make the point that safe really is not a feeling, and whether it's you know. Brazilian jiu-jitsu or training, uh, boxing, or some kind of actual non-theoretical effective martial art for to take responsible for your personal protection. That's what jiu-jitsu is in a million ways for me. And then the idea of personal responsibility is... The heart of everything that we're going, that we're anything that you're going to do meaningfully in life, if you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. you're going to be responsible for it. So, just here's a quick, just a quick illustration of that. I'm at a bar or a restaurant, and some drunk guy starts hitting his girlfriend. It's an awful thought. Nobody, nobody wants to think about that. That's, and yet that's so low on the scale of what would the kinds of things that we see happen in the news, right? Sure. So I'm in a restaurant, drunk guy starts hitting girlfriend. How long is that guy going to hit his girlfriend in between the 911 call being made Mm -hmm. and the police showing up? Mm -hmm. If I'm there, there's a very high likelihood that I'm going to intervene and I'm trained and not to be a hero. And you also have to be really careful cause you don't know if he has a gun, you don't know if he has a knife and it's, you've gotta be truth be told, you just have to be really careful. So this is more of an illustration than anything else. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that personal responsibility, I am I have a personal responsibility for my own protection and the protection of the people that I love. Right? that woman actually has, it's probably not her, whatever's happening to her is not her fault, but uh, I think that, you know, if I had, if I had daughters, jujitsu, the whole gamut of personal protection would be a, a non-negotiable in our family, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know if this is, I don't want to get too too off, so I just want to, if I don't know if this is making sense or not, but I think the, my point is, my primary point is this, people are responsible for their own protection, and anything that a person is going to accomplish in life You can either blame your boss, you can either blame your coworkers, you can either blame your circumstances and blame management, or you can show up to work every day fully responsible and owning your place in the success of your organization. Or if you're trying to build something on your own, you know the way, Jim, you have built your, you have built your powerful work around culture, uh, brand everything that you do with black sheep values, the things that I've done and that I'm doing around jujitsu. Now we take responsibility for what we do. And as we encounter opposition, we don't just give up. We don't blame other people. We find solutions and we, and we keep, we keep going. So mm-hmm. I don't I love know if I, did I, did I answer your question, Jim? That was,
1: yeah, yeah, kind of, absolutely. Kind of, totally. And
2: okay. if not, we can just edit it.
1: Well, I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to touch on the, <laughs> As we close, as we sort of close up here, I'm going to go through these three things real quick. Number one um, is perseverance, right? So using Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in, in, in real life, it's it's about an enduring perseverance and knowing that it is actually a practice, right? It's something that you are gonna continue on your entire life. It's not something that you just learn and walk away from. Um, Secondly, it's really about situational awareness, right? Knowing uh, your surroundings, knowing where you are, feeling confident that you can do that. Um, So many applications in real life of, of being situationally aware Knowing what words to say in the right moment, knowing when to reach out and and give somebody a hug, knowing when to to make that connection that you have to make um, or when to walk away and leave it alone and not try to, you know, uh, uh, stoke the flames of something that needs to die down a little bit.
2: I hear Kenny Mm -hmm. Rogers song in there. And Mm -hmm.
1: then finally, finally, um, this idea of personal responsibility. Right. I think it's a great it's a great button uh, 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 on the end of this, which is really about personal responsibility is personal responsibility you're responsible to do it just like you're responsible to decide if you're going to get up and and go roll in the morning and and uh or or decide to instead pull through the mcdonald's drive through and and get your uh egg mcmuffins right so like that's that's on one side and just the same in in real life uh people showing up to work every day it's personal responsibility if you want that promotion if you want to get get to that next level, you got to take the uh, personal responsibility to put in the work. Um, yeah. Or maybe it's in the, the, your relationship, or maybe it's in, uh, you know, with your family, it's, it's understanding that it's that you have the ability to change what's possible, if you accept that personal responsibility. So hashtag
0: uh, change, what's possible.
1: Right? I love it. I love it all. Listen, you know, we love you. How can people stay in touch with all things Jim Trick these days?
0: Yeah. So you can, certainly you can follow. If you're, if you're curious about Brazilian jujitsu, I would recommend that you go to at my white belt on Instagram or mywhitebelt.com. If you want to, if you're more curious about me as a coach, then it's gym But I would just put a tag on this that says, you know, if you, if you're somebody who has considered training a martial art, reach out to me on on my on at my white belt on instagram and let's find you a school near where you live where you can just go do a trial class it's awesome it's ridiculously fun it's, uh, it's fun. It's hard. It's challenging. It's good for you. If you're the fat dad who's like laying on the couch and you've kind of given up on life and your back hurts, listen, you'd rather have your back hurt from training jujitsu than from laying on the couch. Or maybe you're a single mom and you've got boys and you're trying to figure out how you're going to model strength and danger or little girls in, in their, in their lives. It, it's for everybody. And it's it's had a life changing effect on me, and I just want mm. everyone everywhere to at least at least try it.
2: it. We will obviously have all of those links and probably a few more in the show notes. So we highly encourage you once again to go check those out, and also just Jim's bio. It's uh, he's had an amazing journey, and we've been thankful to be a part of it in his life. And we we just love you, brother, man. Th- thank I love you so much.
0: Yeah, this is so fun, and like literally. How long could we go right now? We could have a season. (laughs) of just. We could literally do hours
2: right now. We could. Truth. (laughs) Pick a topic. (laughs)
0: And we'd all get canceled. (laughs) That's
1: right. And we're going to cancel this episode right now. Bye-bye. Good night, Shirley. Hey, Rockstars. Thanks so much for tuning in.
2: Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports
1: Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to
2: cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, Whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsatrock.com.
0: Until next time, rock on. on!